It's not another Buffalo podcast. The bi-weekly show hosted by three of the most underqualified sports personalities this side of the canal. With Brando. We have this trust built uh, on, you know, whatever it is, like Bibles and gold bricks and whatever Brandon Bean's drinking over there. Brando. Grab your friends. <laughs> grab your mailman. Grab your cat. Meow on their face. Grab your dog. Grab anybody that'll listen to this bet here. And Brando. If Eli Manning can beat an undefeated New England Patriots team, then I can do anything that I want in this world. <laughs> Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you're just tuning in and haven't heard any other intros before, Johnny made that intro last time I had to ride solo. Little do you know, I am here with John. No Pat tonight, but I am here with John on Not Another Buffalo podcast. We are happy to have you listening here on what would be Friday morning on the uh, Buffalo Rumblings network of content that is awesome so john how are you tonight that mashup always cracks me up i know i just had to play it because you know like obviously it's not you like doing the show by yourself tonight or anything like that but there's probably not a lot of opportunities to pull out that intro so (laughs) gotta use it when we can it's funny it makes me laugh because all three of those are different times during our tenure on the show now it was like the gold bricks thing was earlier on and then that was like an early on Brando's bets when we must have been on like a big winning streak in the beginning of the year. I was really excited about the mailman finding out (laughs) gold (laughs) block bets. And then we get into go get every single person on the block addicted to gambling like that. (laughs) Anybody call to action. Yeah. But it's, it's (laughs) funny. And you know, I just love Eli Manning's story against the Patriots. So if he can do anything, then any kid can do anything in this world. So yeah. Yeah. How are you doing tonight? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. It's Wednesday. It's it's a good night. It was 93 like here these past wow. two days for some odd reason. No idea. I don't know because I don't go outside that much. Uh, <laughs> some days when I'm working, I work at home. So sometimes I just like spend the entire day in the home studio and just get working and then totally forgetting it's dark outside. So, but we have a nice neighborhood. I should be going for more walks more often. Where's Pat? I hope you went on a walk today in Houston. Probably. Yeah. 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 So Pat's obviously traveling. He's got big business stuff to do uh, for his job. So he gets the night off and uh, maybe that's a good thing because he is on a cold, cold streak in the game. How did he do last week? Uh, So you and I went three and three. Okay. Um, Obviously it took two of those losses for me was the Miami craziness and the Arizona over Las Vegas craziness, which I feel like a lot of people missed because that was a late game. Yeah, I definitely did. We just talked about that. I only saw it on red zone. I saw it on, I was at a bar in downtown Nashville uh, when that was on. Cause we were going to a concert after that. Um, like a little, and actually it was the bills backers bar. Uh, cool. Shout out to, cool. uh, I'm not going to be able to remember the name now. So that's embarrassing. But, shout out to any bar uh, in another state that runs a bills backer you know, culture, whatever you want to call it down there. That's exciting. They have, they have multiple in Nashville. So they have one downtown. They used to have one by the airport and they also have one in green Hills, which is just South of town. But anyway, it was really cool. Seeing the end of that game was nuts. I mean, it was a walk-off defensive touchdown after you thought that the Raiders were going to kick a field goal to win it there. Um, And then Arizona had to complete those two, two point conversions where Kyler Murray's screen around 
like a toddler who stole his mother's phone, I think is the best way that I've seen it described. That's funny. But if you've ever chased a toddler with your phone, you you never know the feeling. I it's really funny. I when I first started working with kids, maybe seven seven or eight years ago, and I had this. He was he would have been five, and uh, he was in the special needs class, and he picked up my phone, and he couldn't really speak. He was he was kind of nonverbal, but a little bit. And he has a video, it was on a recording, like, and it has him. He doesn't know it's recording, but he's running around the cafeteria away from me because he picked my phone up and he knows I need my phone back. So I have a video of this like five year old kid running and he's like hiding. And then he pops up and it's my phone and he's like, oh, but it's just like from his point of view, <laughs> running with my phone, I have that somewhere. But children, you know. POV, you're a phone that just got stolen by the toddler. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> That's but. funny. Yeah. So anyway, Pat, <laughs> Pat went all red all the way down the board. You went this over? Week. Yes. Oh. I think that only happened once last year to anybody. I, th- I think it was Pat last year too, but. And he was following up such a strong week. Yeah, started out four and two, but he is hot and cold. So he started off, I mean, if you're picking the games in sequential order, he started off with four wins and then two losses and now six losses. So he is on an eight game losing streak. Um, But I don't know. I feel like that's just karma for thinking that Tennessee would cover the spread. So yeah, all evens out. Anyway, overall, Pat, four and eight. Great teams covered. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Uh, Pat is four and eight. I'm five and seven and Brando, you are six and six right at 500. So pretty Love rough it. start to our year. Uh, to be honest, last year we started out of the gate a little bit hotter, but you know, maybe that was good. Cause we needed a little bit of, uh, I don't know. We just needed that little bit of, Oh, Hey, these guys kind of know what they're talking about and they're just trying to be goofy. Like they're not total, <laughs> a little total idiots, but again, I guess some of the sarcasm goes over people's heads. Sometimes we uh, experience that with the tanny. <laughs> I was just thinking about yeah. Yeah. That's funny. That's <laughs> funny. I was just thinking about this today. Pat had never had a 500 record all of last year, like from week one, the whole season. So he started off hot, right? He finally got above 500. Yes. He was above 500 for one point this year. So we can point to that. Yeah. He can say that. And I was never under 500 last year. So this is my lowest percentage right yeah, now. I know. And boo, I, I feel boo, like you're boo. kind of right, right in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm, I was looking at our games this week because these are some tough games to pick, uh, especially like when that Miami game was happening. I was like, oh, my God, are you serious? Like, this is really happening. Um, but I, I was watching and it was just like based on the way that, that they were. We talked about this in our last episode, but it was like I didn't want to give up totally on that. But, you know, then they ended up pulling out a wild one. And I was like, wow, I picked this game to get up on John and Pat. But I also missed, you know, three other ones. So. Right. And it was, it's, you know what I figured out my strategy for this year is what went wrong last year is I would always pick last and then you guys would pick like the good smart choice. Right. And then I'd be like, well, it's going to be really boring for this podcast if I don't debate them somehow. So I'll be like, eh, I guess I could see it this way. You know, this has got to do this. And so <laughs> you talk yourself. Into I, it. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm taking my pick before you every single time. We got to have winner, a, okay. Win- the only way this is fair we switch it up. is if it's a rotation. Yeah, we got to rotate. Gotta rotate. Like, yeah, it's, we got to rotate. Yeah. <laughs> Cause we always think about that when we're talking too. Cause it's like, it just, we could kind of rattle it off when one person goes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, John, why don't you go first this time? Well, maybe, so. maybe we'll figure it out by like the end of year three or something like that. We'll, we'll get it going. Yeah, but anyway, All right, let's make some picks. Time 
time for the guys to pick their picks in the Pick Six Pickums. So Pat isn't with us. I think I'm gonna shoot him a text and uh, send him these game picks, and then I'll fill him in on the chart before this weekend if he texts me back within a couple of days, which is, you know, that would be a win. <laughs> Spotty. <laughs> Spotty service there. Um, yeah. But Hey, even if he doesn't put any picks in, uh, he'll still do the same as he did last week. So. <laughs> Ouch. The poor man's not even able to say here. Well, he's know, not even able to fire back. Yeah. That's, that's, that's yeah. uncalled for. Um, all right. First up, we got Buffalo going into Miami. Buffalo is six point favorites in this one, six even. So how do you, how do you feel about this matchup? And uh, I guess is really the only one that we'll dwell on for any bit of time before just flying through the rest of these, but Buffalo minus six. It's interesting because the six point spread is one less than the amount of wins that the bills have in a row over the dolphins, which would be seven for those keeping score at home. Stat of the day right there. <laughs> Brought to you by Josh Allen calling the dolphins the Dolphins calling Josh Allen daddy for seven straight games. I don't know. I messed that up. But anyways, you can cut all that out. So anyways, Josh Allen and company taking that seven game win streak into Miami. It'll be interesting. The thing I really want to see two rookie corners. And if Micah Hyde plays, Micah Hyde is the linchpin for the whole thing. I think because if you have two rookie corners out, you can kind of cover up with their scheme with the two shell high forced to a, to make these tough throws. Cause even if they get separation, like having those safety nets over the top, we've talked about it time and time again, but if Micah high doesn't play and you only can, cause if you have Waddle and Hill, you can kind of shadow both of them with those two all pros. But if you only have one and you got to pick your poison, maybe you see them attack Miami differently. Maybe they go into more, Cover one, maybe they try to jam at the line and get pressure. Um, you see the Bills are, what, third in the league in pressure percentage, but first in the league in rushing with four guys. They've only blitzed on like 4% of their plays. Three times against the uh, Titans did they blitz. Yep, and then and Jermaine Edmonds had a sack. zero against uh, the Rams, I believe. So Yeah, so they're, they've only called three blitzes all year long. So maybe you see them dial up the pressure on Tua. Just to, you know, when you see the coverage versus pass rush argument about how you can affect the quarterback, just knowing that you have Teron Johnson and he is he's going to be your anchor in the middle of the field because they're going to move Waddle and Hill around. I don't know. It makes me worried without Micah Hyde. If we have Micah Hyde, I think we clear the spread. If we don't have Micah Hyde, I still think we're going to clear the spread because I'm picking the bills. It just makes me a little more worried. Yeah. You know, the only reason why we've had to worry about Tyreek Hill with the Chiefs so much, too, and we've never really been able to stop Tyreek Hill. Like, the Bills have not had a game against Tyreek. I mean, again, it's the Chiefs that's different. The Bills are a very good defense when it comes to over-the-top stuff. Not a lot gets behind them. You don't see big touchdowns thrown on them over their heads. You do, however, most of the long touchdowns that the Bills give up are actually underneath, and then somebody breaks one tackle and they're off to the races. And if somebody's at a bad angle or something like that. So that's how the bills have gotten burned by Tyreek Hill before it's not over the top. It's not deep. You know, obviously Tyreek had a couple of deep touchdowns um, over the top. So I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about him catching an underneath crosser and one person missing a tackle. But again, that's one touchdown. And I think the bills are going to have lots. So 
Bills clear the spread easily. Win by 14 plus is uh, my prediction. But I'm not going to put 14 plus on the scoreboard, but that's my. I like the way that you described it because the way that Miami got points really in that game that brought them back was blown coverages. But the point about that is, is like Tyreek Hill will blow up coverage. He's good enough to do that. Like you could have a perfectly scripted game plan and you could say that the Ravens made mistakes, but good players force other teams into mistakes, right? Like Josh Allen could be running outside and they could have a perfect quarterback spy on him. It doesn't mean he's not going to get hurdled still, right? right? Like Tyreek Hill might be able to blow the top off of a perfectly played defensive scheme just because of how much talent he has. So I'm looking at his career numbers against Buffalo. John, it's quite sad. I don't I don't like it. In five games, he's had 469 yards. So, I mean, he's a little under 100 yards per game. And cl- well, so, including the last time that he faced the Bills and went for 195, right? Yeah, that's just crazy. And the thing that you always see, right, you want a player of some sorts to be able to come in from a culture of success and bring that success to you as an organization. And just the way that he has torched the bills in his entire career scares me that he's going to bring some of that to Miami. Um, the, the key is the defense. It's the defense that's different. I don't think Miami could stop us as much as we're going to be able to stop. I was going to say like, whenever I feel like worried about stopping an offensive weapon like that, I'm like, yeah, you know, they're not going to be able to do a better job on our offensive weapons than what we're going to do with theirs. So anyway, Buffalo clearing the spread, both of our picks. Um, Yes. I would assume I could put Brandon or Pat down for that too, but I never know. So the last thing I have on that with, with Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer, the bills have only allowed 87 touchdown passes while no other NFL team has allowed fewer than 110 over that five year window. And that's from Jerry Sullivan, who we all know, who we all know. Um, (laughs) But I like that stat. Like I said, the importance of having them both back there cannot be understated. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next up on the docket, we got green Bay going into Tampa Bay. Interesting uh, stuff here. We have guy who hates playing in Florida against Florida man without Mike Evans in this one. So how, how are, how are you feeling about this matchup? It's interesting. Cause Aaron Rodgers is probably like, see Tom, this is what it's like when you lose your number one receiver. And it's like, they can compete more on an even playing field now that Aaron Rodgers doesn't have Devontae Adams and Tom Brady's going in it without Mike Evans. Currently, I'm 0-2 betting against Tom Brady this year. They're going into Tampa, correct? Yes. I just hope it's a good game. Is this Sunday Night Football? It is a late Sunday afternoon window, which is a big mistake. Okay. I feel like, but, you know, maybe it was yeah, one I mean, of those. It might have been that one of those protected games. There, I mean, you're you're putting two like Hall of Famers on there. You got to have some coverage on it. But uh, I'm gonna take Tampa only because I'm 0 and 2 betting against Brady this year, and I'm gonna try and recover some of that dignity by taking him this time. <laughs> nice. I'm torn in this one because on a neutral field, I might I would I think I would definitely take Green Bay. Tampa Bay's offense again they seem to have an Achilles heel for the saints. So they looked terrible last week. They just kept kicking field goals. 
um, and ended up winning that game, but still did not look great in the process. So like Green Bay still got Aaron Rodgers. How is Green Bay? Green Bay is one and one, right? Yeah, and they didn't. They only put up twenty points against the Bears, right? It was like twenty to thirteen or something like that. Yeah, or twenty-seven, thirteen. I don't know. It wasn't superstar game, but they they really have to learn how to play without their number one guy. It's clogging up their run game. It's clogging up their other receivers. Sammy Watkins isn't playing great, but who would have thunk? Um, I mean, he might be getting some more targets from Rodgers, I feel like, because Rodgers gets fed up with rookies dropping the ball pretty quick. Yeah. So I think you could see it in one of the, the highlights. He like threw a perfect touchdown pass and the receiver dropped it and he just looks up to the sky and he's like, Devontae. <laughs> to who are you taking? I'm going to I'm gonna end up taking Tampa Bay on that one. Again, betting against Brady seems to bite me in the butt. If I pick him, he'll probably lose. And if I don't pick him, he will definitely win. So have to uh, just bite the bullet on that one. All right. San Francisco going into Denver. (laughs) I don't know what to think about Russell Wilson this year. Like that whole thing has kind of looks like a, uh, a snafu. I would say snafu is a good word. I like that. I think it's funny because the way that, Everything from start to finish has happened. Not even just the way that the outcome of the games are. It's the in-game management. I read somewhere that Russell Wilson was like up against the play clock on like half of the plays of the game. Yeah, Their offense was not in sync. They didn't know where to go. He's trying to line everybody up. He's not getting time to adequately look at the defense and make the right reads for this new offense, which is interesting. I watched another video that he's on the sideline trying to get everybody to yell, pass or run, pass or run. You got to yell from the sideline. And you know, I, you remember that's, it a little like, bit in high that's school That's like high football. school football-esque. Yeah. But we also don't have 70,000 people screaming down at us in the middle of the game. And like, and the thing is that little, you know, the millisecond difference between pass and run. Like if you, I remember hearing it and thinking if I didn't already know it's a pass, my guy's like blown by me. Yeah. Right. Like you have to make that first read within a couple seconds and you don't get that delay from the sideline seeing the play action ball being tucked or the quarterback's eyes, you know, there's a lot of different tells that you can get if it's a passer run the, what the line does, how the guards pull or stay in pass protection. So I thought that was funny that he's trying to hype him up. It just doesn't look real. I guess Russell Wilson's just kind of like slipping on me a little bit. I here, know so it's kind of weird. Cause I've, I've always had yeah. respect for Russell Wilson, but kind of a weird dude. Now that I'm like, I don't know, like you're seeing like the TikToks and stuff. And I just like, I feel uncomfortable watching him do his thing. (laughs) Just kind of, I feel like it's kind of mean, but he, he doesn't seem like super genuine. Uh, Is that it? Is that too harsh? I I don't know. It's just like one of those things. It's like, can this guy really be like this? Is he, is what he's doing disingenuine because he's trying to do something in a different way too much? Like, it's just, can you really believe what his what he's saying? And then when he goes out and and puts up stinkers, like I don't know. I still think like we have a dog in quarterback that like in that like game where they missed the sixty four yard kick. Like J- Josh is yelling, like like there's no mismanagement. Josh alone, outside of any coaching scheme, now is is confident enough of a captain of a leader of men on this team that he would be like. We're calling a timeout coach and we're going to go for it. I don't really care. You're paying me $250 million. Uh, I'm going to make the play call at the line and we're going to go for it. Whereas Russell Wilson's like 
dilly dallying like terribly. It was just and Peyton Manning called timeout like what did they said sixty times. Oh, yeah, he did the hand like motion yeah. of timeout. Yeah. Um, so and and we can't go without saying that the 49ers players love Jimmy G out there. These vets know he can get it done because they've done it before with him, and that he is one of those quarterbacks that Pat would consider handsome. So we just have to put that in there. Um, but give me the <laughs> Niners to win this game. Yeah, I'm with San Francisco too. It's kind of like, uh, I don't know, it's kind of like having a push mower versus a riding lawnmower. Like you can get the job done. <laughs> it's just not going to be nearly as pretty or nearly as fun to watch or anything like that. So well, what happens if you're riding lawnmower? Battery dies and the tires break and... I don't know. Jimmy G's cutting your grass and it looks good at the end of the day. So well, it might, it'll get done. <laughs> might not, might not look great, but maybe it's like a push mower with kind of a bent blade, like just a little bit yeah. and uh mowing over yeah. a lawn. That's way too long. Anyway, we're getting way too far into the metaphors here. Let's rattle off these last three real quick so we can get into some Brando's right. bets. All right. Rams at Arizona. Who you got? Matt Stafford, baby. Give me uh Cooper cup. Arizona doesn't have DeAndre Hopkins yet. Their defense is better than Arizona's defense. They'll confuse Kyler Murray. Give me the Rams. Yeah, I like uh, I like the Arizona Cardinals not to win two crazy ones in a row. I still think that they they won that game, but they didn't look good for the first half. There's a lot of teams that look terrible for the first half, and you're like, haha, we're like writing them off for the season, and all of a sudden they come back and win. Same thing with the the uh, Dolphins. So. Witching hour. And yes. Uh, like you said, my, maybe us yeah. watching red zone has just like amped up the, the witching hour. Yeah. That's crazy. All right. Las Vegas going to, t- sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. I was going to say the same thing. I was going to say Las Vegas at Tennessee. John, I want to hear you go oh, first okay. on this one. You kind of have a love of love affair with the Raiders a little bit. I think. A little bit. I wouldn't call it a love affair. Uh, also, I think that they're a lot harder to root for now that they have Josh McDaniels yeah. uh, as a coach. I just, I really don't like that guy. The whole thing with the Colts and him just, I mean, him just coming from the Patriots yeah. in general, just don't, don't like and it. That's not new. Like that happened a couple of years ago and there's been nothing to change that. Yeah. Like, I don't like him. I've always liked Derek Carr. I think he's always like a little bit underrated, obviously is not anywhere near the upper echelon of the NFL. Um, so I'm not going to go crazy about it, but I really liked um, the guy that they had coaching at the end of last year. I was really surprised that they didn't keep him on because that team played their hearts out for that dude. Rick Passaccia. Is that Rick? Well, it was yes. Rick Passaccia, right? Anyway. Yep. I, I, Rick Passaccia. Now he is with the Packers. Yeah. Is he a coordinator or is he not even that? Um, let's see. He might even be special teams coordinator, special teams coordinator. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I would have been rooting harder for them this year if, if Rick Passaccia was still with them, but yeah, so I'll still root for Las Vegas over a team I hate in Tennessee. But yeah. Give me, give me Vegas in that one. What about you? Uh, Vegas all the way. They have enough weapons on offense to attack this Tennessee defense like we did on a lighter scale. So maybe not 40 points, but maybe 30, 25 to 30. And that'll be enough to contain Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill. So give me Las Vegas. I would think so. I, I have doubts about Las Vegas's defense being able to stop Henry, especially coming after a week where they got shut down. Coming back, from, you know that's going to be a, pro, a focus of practice this week for sure is, is improving that. So we'll see how that goes. I still like Las Vegas in that one, but yeah. All right. Detroit at Minnesota, your, uh, your second favorite team from your family's, uh, yes. 
uh, homeland. I guess Heritage. homeland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess you'd say, all right, who you got? Minnesota's favored by six. Um, yeah. I have to take Minnesota. They are not on prime time. Kirk cousins will not face the pressure of the spotlight. And that is the only reason I'm going to take them because my emotional side wants to take Detroit. They played really good. Aiden Hutchinson is a monster and he could wreck a game alone. What do you have? Three sacks last week. I think in the first um, half even. Yeah. Jared Goff played well. They're just not quite there. They need a little bit more talent and it comes from the quarterback. J- Jared Goff misses one or two throws a game that, puts a ceiling on how you can do even when he's putting up these points. It's just, it it could be a bad sack. It could be a tough interception, um, whatever it may be. He's just not quite there, but he's improving for the lions. And I I like the Vikings in a close game, but the lions just aren't there yet. I I guess that means like I have to take the lions, right? Cause we've picked all five (laughs) games the same thus far is this going to be an excuse if you lose that game though like we just uh, talked about i guess i can't i since you pointed that out i probably won't be able to use it as an excuse um <laughs> no but i mean looking at the, looking at the, want, looking at the i really do like detroit's ceiling better minnesota looked great the first week and again justin jefferson is a force of nature um but if kirk cousins comes down to earth i mean they just look terrible and he was under enough pressure by the Eagles that he just looked bad. So if Aiden Hutcherson can put that much pressure on him, he doesn't do well with it. So I'm going to take Detroit. They've been putting up points like crazy. I'm in Ross St. Brown going to put up some crazy numbers for three out of four of my fantasy teams. So uh, I'm, I'm taking yeah, Detroit. He was a nice pick in the draft. Yeah. Cool. I can root for that. You know that. Sweet. All right. We got those done. Oh, also one more thing. One more thing. Uno mas. I will have this done by the time this episode comes out, hopefully. So we've had some, we gave some t-shirts out with our logo on it to a couple of friends and family. And there's been some, I guess I want to say like interest, like people have asked like where they can get them. And so I guess we're going to, we're going to put something together where you guys can order one of those t-shirts if you want. We have given them some away to listeners as well. And they turned out really good. It's all print on demand. So you just put the order in and they print it. We don't, buy a bunch of t-shirts in bulk and like make a lot of profit off of it or anything like that. But we'll get a site. Oh, these, up. Are, these are really for the people. Yes. Yeah. yeah we're going to, we're going to put a site up. Um, we're going to do a free trial of Shopify, but yeah, so that'll be up and the link will be in our bio. Also, uh, maybe the link will be in the description of this podcast as well when it goes up. So you can uh, just go to the podcast cool. description and figure out where it is. Anyway, that'll be fun. So if you want to load, That's if exciting. you want to logo with uh if you want a t-shirt with our logo on it, or I think there's a beanie and there's a coffee mug too, um, that we'll put on there. You can go ahead and order that and, uh, see what they look like. But people like to, people apparently like the, the logo. I think we should name it Billy beer hats. I think, I think that's that's a good name. Anything with the red standing Buffalo is my thing, which, you know, it's not the standing Buffalo. Anything with a standing yes, buffalo. All right. Let's get a break in here real quick and then we'll be back with some Brando's bets. So stick around. On in the summer, cabbage in the fall. He's just a CEO that's wearing over a Please 
Welcome back to Brando's Bets. Entering week three. We were so close last week. We got half of our picks. One out of two in the parlay. The Bills won on the money line convincingly. But Dawson Knox came approximately, what, seven yards short on a crossing pattern from the touchdown and then another two yards short from a touchdown on a first down catch. That was nice, though, on third. And that overthrow where he was running free in the end zone. And Josh overthrew him a little bit. So the the opportunity was there. We just didn't cash. It's tough, tough luck. But it's fun to hear about all the action. The NFL is back and the action is in full swing here at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win to get $200 in free bets if they do. And if that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings step-up same-game parlays. Right now, for every leg that you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100% with payouts bigger than ever. Why bet on football anywhere else? You're going to see this within Brando's bet this week. I like the parlays. We're going to check it out. But to make things even sweeter... You can throw down on stepped up same game parlays once per game all season long. So pick a game, find a parlay, rack up those bigger payouts. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code NABP, which stands for Not Another Buffalo Podcast, to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code NABP, Not Another Buffalo Podcast, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right. So what is Brando's bet of the week? And also, by the way, if it is a parlay, then you can get the stepped up same game parlay in DraftKings. So if it's a it's a three-legger, right? It is a three-legger. And it's interesting. Let me let me put it into DraftKings and see what kind of boost we can get. Go ahead and uh tell the people. The parlay of the week. Tell the people. So the parlay <laughs> of the week, I'm taking the bills on the money line. We're not stopping that train, right? That's a run in full steam ahead down the tracks. And we're also going to take the bills offense over 24 and a half. That seems like a given on a day where Case Keenum might even play quarterback. Um, not really. I think Josh is just such a freak that he is capable of that in his sleep. And the Dolphins under 27 and a half, because while these numbers are high, they're in the alternate point totals. When you combine them like this, you get plus money odds. So it is plus 115 and you can put a bet on that. And if you are able to use the promo to boost these odds up, that would be very cool as well. And I know that there's more that will be out by the time Friday comes. Like you could add even a, Josh Allen, alternate passing yards. Maybe you can find that number around 260. Add that in there. Boost that parlay odd even more. I would like to look at that myself. Play around with these, but the lock this week, Buffalo Bills on the money line, over 24 and a half points. And the Bills defense, even with the injuries, will keep the Dolphins under 27 and a half. If you're a new listener, you're going to be like, wow, you can you can bet on that. That seems like it could happen. And I'm like, yeah, I like to, you know, like what's my famous saying on here? We like lukewarm 
takes in the betting world. We don't like hot takes right. in the betting world because hot takes cook your cash out of your pocket. Lukewarm takes line your pockets. So that's what we're trying to do as much as possible. Even though this is not financial advice, we like to have fun and see what we can do. What do you think, John? You got anything cool this week? Yeah. So, uh, sorry, I'm putting this into DraftKings just to get the boosted odds. Okay. So three legs equals a 20% boost. Four legs equals a 25% boost. Five legs is 30 and it goes upwards like eight legs is 65, nine legs is 80 and 10 plus legs is a hundred percent boost. So you can basically, if you figure out, and I did this last week, if you can figure out 10 easy legs and they all have to be above negative 300 odds or else they don't count as a leg. So you can't just choose stuff that's like negative 5,000 in alternate totals, but you find a bunch of things that are very probable and just stack them up to get the boost. You know, you could be looking at some pretty good odds because you're essentially going to double your odds at the end of that as well. So yeah, that's how I'm going to attack this week. I think. Yeah. It's a good way to do it. Also, they will probably have some risk-free promos that, you know, up to $10 or something like that. So yeah, but check it out. I'm looking forward to it. Me too. Sunday, one o'clock game. First time this season. I know. It'll be nice. I know. To, uh, I mean, even for you, I like it. I like how when football's on earlier on Sunday, the earlier, the better. So I like those early games. Sometimes there's a 10 o'clock game if it's in London, right? Or if you're on the West coast, the one o'clock games really are 10 o'clock games. Like that'd be cool. Football all day from 10 a.m. to, you know, 10 p.m. Really. Yeah, for real. Yes, go Bills. Squish the fish. I hope everybody gets excited, enjoys their Sunday with a 1 p.m. Bills game. Eat some food, have some drinks, hang out with the family, whatever you do, play some bets, enjoy it. Have a good time, Bills Mafia. And as always, you can find us on Buffalo Rumblings and on Twitter. What's our Twitter, John? At Not Buff Podcast. <laughs> At Not Buff Podcast. And uh, as always, Go Bills. Go Bills.